1: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ecommerce Master Plan Podcast. I'm Chloe, the creator and host of this award-winning show, and it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I'd love to know how the show helps you. Just let me know via social media with the hashtag #ecommasterplan. Now I always say in the intro that we're award-winning, but it's been a while since I've explained what the award actually was. So the award we got. Was um, for UK e-commerce expert of the year here in the UK, and it was awarded this year, 2020. And it's a beautiful piece of plexiglass that, if you ever see me in a webinar or a Zoom call, you'll be able to see it behind me. Um, but but kind of crazy, first ever business award I've managed to win. So we're we're very proud of that here at e-commerce master plan podcast. Um, it's you know it took us five years to get there, but eventually we managed to get our hands on an award. Today, we're talking to an award-winning e-commerce business and we're talking to a B2B e-commerce business. So we're talking about selling online to other businesses. And before those of you selling to consumers switch off and disappear somewhere else, don't. Keep listening because we get into some topics which are equally relevant to you. I always think if we want to really expand our knowledge of how our businesses can operate, how we can succeed, we've got to look beyond the normal. We've got to look beyond people who are just like us and see what people in some other industries are doing. Now, B2B e-commerce is not that different in industry, but their approach is different. So you're going to learn a lot about looking after your customers. going to learn a lot about how to really get focused on delivering what they want in order to keep them coming back and buying again and again and again. Plus, it's a really fascinating business model they're building. And there's also some cool ideas we go through, which are directly relevant to B2C e-commerce as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, Before we meet our guest, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact lists and emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan to create 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 your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Smart Freight can help you save time and money. Smart shipping parcels and pallets through Smart Freight's carrier management platform allows you to consolidate your outbound logistics onto one platform. With over 650 carriers worldwide, Smart Freight has you covered by ensuring you are always going via the cheapest, fastest or greenest eco-friendly option. Visit smartfreight.com to book a demo today. And now to introduce today's special guest, Jeremy Parker is the co-founder and CEO at Swag.com, a B2B e-commerce business revolutionizing the world of promotional products since 2015. They have a three-year revenue growth of 1,999% and ranked 218 on the 2020 Inc. 5000 list. Hello, Jeremy.
2: How's it going? Thanks for having me.
1: It's good. Thanks for coming. And congrats on all those amazing numbers. How gutted were you? It wasn't the full two thousand percent growth.
2: <laughs> we looked at it. We're like we're like one or two percent off. This is absolutely nuts. But um, you know, we were really happy to be on the list. Um, two hundred eighteen fastest growing companies in the U.S. It was uh, a great day for our team. My co-founder, you know, really proud of of our team, and we couldn't have done it without our customers. So we're just really overall very thankful.
1: Yeah, and they, there is statist- uh, neurological science that says that a round number is less believable. So, um, so 199 is probably a stronger number than 2000 anyway, when it comes to social proof. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I digress. Um, how, how did you get into e-commerce in the first place?
2: Sure, so I was actually a filmmaker in college I was a documentary filmmaker. Um, The truth of the matter was, I never really wanted to be a filmmaker. When I went to Boston University, I really always wanted to be a branding guy, like a marketing person. I was always fascinated with commercials. And when I looked at the marketing syllabus and the filmmaking, it was pretty much exactly the same thing, except for film, I will learn how to make movies. And this was like at the onset of YouTube. And I thought this would probably become valuable later on, be able to make videos and tell a story through that medium. So I became a filmmaker. I ended up really actually liking it. I won this award at the 2006 Vale Film Festival, this big film festival. Um, and then after college, I kind of just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I thought, what if I could just start a business and what didn't really matter what business it was, just to try to learn what I was good at, because I had never had business experience. So the idea initially was, let me start a t-shirt company so I could learn the ins and the outs of production, manufacturing, how to do SEO, how to optimize the site, how to build an e-commerce platform. Um, this was you know, before Shopify existed. This was, you have to do everything from the ground up. Um, and now, obviously, there's so many tools that just make things a lot easier for people to get, you know, get their product out there. So I was really kind of, Fairly early on, 22 years old, started my first e-commerce site. It kind of led me on this journey of doing different kind of projects. Um, starting the first ever with my brother product placement company for YouTube videos, helping YouTube stars make money and monetize their YouTube channels. Um, ultimately led me to Swag.com. So had this kind of long journey doing different projects, really learning what I was good at, and I ultimately fell in love with e-commerce.
1: Excellent, and that's um, so you. So you discovered you're good at the e-commerce bit.
2: Yeah, branding and e-commerce and kind of storytelling—that was like my 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 strong suit. I was never a programmer. I was always just more fascinated with how to tell a story, how to sell a product, um, and I and I learned from the very beginning the best way to sell a product is to have a really good product to sell.
1: Yeah, if you've got a good product and you can tell its story, you are streets ahead of everyone else in the e-commerce game at the moment because that's that's the way to cut through the noise. So um, we'll get into a bit more about the key. Th- Things which make Swag a bit different um, in a moment. But first off, let's let's cover the basis of the businesses it is at the moment. So where in the world is Swag based and where are you selling to?
2: Yeah, so we are based, our corporate office is based in New York, but obviously everyone now is working remotely. So we have employees who work at Le- in Leeds in the UK, we have employees in Ukraine, we have employees all over the world um, at this point. We have about 35 full-time people uh, on our team and we're selling globally. You know, we have over 5,000 customers ranging from Amazon and Google and Facebook and Netflix and Spotify and all the biggest kind of tech companies in the world to really small startups. So if you're looking for 24 t-shirts or, you know, 24, you know, mugs, we can help you out. And we also can help you out if you're doing, you know, a $500,000 water bottle order. You know, we it, it's fully automated, fully streamlined, and it should take you, you know, less than a minute to buy swag on our site.
1: Wow, less than a minute. That is a bold claim. I'm so testing that later. <laughs> Please test it, Chloe. <laughs> um, and the product um, you're selling, it's it's promotional products. So we're talking branded goods, aren't we?
2: Exactly right. Yeah. From the very beginning, when we looked at the promotional product industry, and it's this massive industry, nearly a $40 billion market, we've realized there was something kind of missing in the space. It's such a massive market. There's 30,000 companies that sell promotional products. What we kind of took from it is that The buyer has really shifted over the last few years. Over the last 10 years, the buyer became a millennial, and millennials want to do things very, very differently. They don't want to have to search through thousands upon thousands of products to have to make a decision, paralyzed by choice. We have to give them a really curated experience. That's number one. Number two is they don't like, frankly, talking to anyone. They want to do things automated. They want to find the product that they want. They want to upload their logo, mock it up, price it out in a matter of seconds, and check out. And number three, there was no real good brand that appealed to today's buyer. Like every single platform that's in the space feels like it was built 20 years ago because frankly it was, and we wanted to build this really strong brand. You know, imagine you're the office manager for Facebook and you have $10,000 to spend. You're probably going to want to buy from a site that cares about their own brand because clearly the whole point of swag is to elevate the, our customers. You know, brands. We want products that are really high quality. So what we've done is from the very beginning tested thousands of products. Literally over 95% of products we tested didn't make the cut we don't offer the stuff that's throwaway because throwaway swag not only ends up in the trash it costs your company money and tarnishes your brand so every single thing on our site is fully curated of the best of what's out there
1: because it's it's one of those things isn't it you put your your brand or your logo on something and you don't want it to break 2 days later you know <laughs> because it, it's not just about it looking good it's about it lasting for a year or more because that's what what you're investing in when it comes to t-shirts and mugs and pens and that kind of stuff. And yeah, those in the the UK, traditionally, we get catalogs of promotional merchandise, which tend to have like four or five pages of throwaway biros. And it's like, really, does anyone need that much choice in the world of the throwaway biro? It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. It's a waste of paper, frankly.
2: And it's like, who has time to look through all those different mugs that all look exactly the same that you have no idea what's quality or not? So we our kind of strategy from the very beginning was take out this choice, really just offer the best of what's out there and then make the experience of buying it as seamless and as automated as possible.
1: And I'm guessing you're doing all that on a custom site rather than a, a standardized.
2: Yeah, fully custom. We actually wanted to do Shopify. I think every e-commerce um founder should probably look to Shopify because why would you want to spend tons of time and money and development costs when it's outside the box? Shopify is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a stockholder, <laughs> 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 but, um, but for our our particular business, it was very challenging to build it on Shopify, frankly, because of our dynamic pricing. So all of our prices on our site, and we have you know a lot of products, different curated products, but it's fully based on the quantity you're looking to buy, how many print locations and the number of colors in your print. So every single thing is fully connected, it's very hard to build that kind of customization on um, more of an out-of-box solution.
1: Yeah, it's it's um personalization of product on screen is something it's hard to do on a site, and then if you're tying that personalization into price, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't surprise me you've you've gone you've gone down the bespoke route. And you mentioned you've got over thirty of you in the team. Are they are your team handling everything, or are you outsourcing? some of the elements like the marketing or I guess manufacturing you're outsourcing?
2: Yeah, so everything internal when it comes to the development, um, the design, the product selection, all those things are fully internal. Customer success, all internal team. We really want to build a a real strong culture for dealing with the customers and also the product itself. We want to make sure we have the best product available. Um, In terms of manufacturing and products, we have exclusive relationships with different suppliers. Um, and that took us, you know, we're still constantly adding and changing and, and adding more products and changing who we're working with because we always want to make sure that we're with the cutting edge developers, the people who have the best stuff. So a big part of our budget is testing products. And before this pandemic, we were you know, flying all over the country to every single trade show and meeting manufacturers in person. Now it's changed to you know, buying a lot of swag in bulk and just testing a lot of things because it's horrible if someone comes on our site, buys something, gets the product, and it doesn't live up to the standards that we want to set for ourselves. Um, So it's really about the quality.
1: Excellent. Okay. And um, throughout, you know, what's coming through loud and clear for me is that, as it is often with any successful B2B e-commerce business, is you are very, very focused on giving the customer an amazing experience, both with the product and with the service. Has that been something which, with the various projects you worked on before, you knew was going to be part of... a key part of swag from day one, or has it surprised you how essential that is?
2: No, no. From the very beginning, we knew that was everything. Everything. When you're when you're kind of get entering into a very crowded space, I mean, there's over thirty thousand companies that sell promotional products. How are we going to be different? So we have to go above and beyond in terms of customer experience, above and beyond in terms of our, frankly, our product. You know, we like to think of ourselves as product people, right? It's not just the product of our platform and how easy it is to use, but it's the products that we're actually selling. Every single thing that we're doing has to be the right thing to do. So we're getting products on our site that are exclusive just to us, like really cool brands that have never done promotional products before. We want to be people that come to our site as a real destination, you know, find products that you feel comfortable with, buy it. And then we'll get to later on a little bit our, of our next kind of phase of the business, which is really allowing people to easily distribute products. That's in our mind is the future of our industry. It's, you know, you obviously need to have the right products from day one in terms of what you're selling. You have to make the experience really good, especially with a complicated uh, process of customization, different logos, Pantone colors. I know I saw your Pantone mug. You want to make sure it's exactly a hundred percent right every single time. You know, Coca-Cola red is very different than Staples red. And if you hit, fix that up a little bit so we built a patent pending technology that when you upload your web color we could figure out the closest panto match automatically we've really tried to think of every single thing that kind of causes roadblocks and would allow you know frankly what requires a phone call and try to remove it try to remove all the friction to the process and make the experience effortless and then as we've kind of seen about two years ago we started to see this real shift where marketing teams and sales teams wanted to send stuff to their best customers or leads to close sales. And we started to realize, instead of just allowing companies just buy swag in bulk and ship it to their office, what if we could build a really automated experience with the click of a button, instead of inputting your shipping address, you select on the button that says, hold my stuff in inventory. And then you could uh, build them this whole portal where they can manage all their inventory in real time and distribute on command. So one notebook to one address, another notebook to Israel and France and all over the world effortlessly. And then we started to really build out this platform over the last two years.
1: I love the fact you've come on to that to that back end functionality because I think if I think back over my career when I've had you know uh, you know fifteen years in marketing now, and I've had friends who've had swag that they've been delivering to various people, and they've they've had to one buy the swag, then have it delivered to a fulfillment center, and then deal with the fulfillment center's process for getting it dispatched out. And it's a laborious process. And I guess, you know, it's the thing which often isn't considered in this part of the process is, you know, if you've got a trade stand at an event, that's, yeah, send me a box of stuff and I'll give it out. But if you're wanting to... Pull it off as part of the sales chain, or a reward for being a customer for a certain period of time, or award for a team member. You don't want big boxes of stuff littering the office when it might take you a year to get through it. So, what? Well, you, you said you know you're seeing that this need from people, so you decided to build the fulfillment. That's quite a big decision to shift from big boxes one order to storage and individual parcels. It was a big change. And it was, you know, frankly,
2: it was we're putting ourselves out there because we had a great thing going. As you mentioned in the very beginning, we've been growing since we started and things were going really right. And we're growing every single year and we're more than doubling every year. And then we think, well, this is the future. You have to kind of build for what you believe is the future. And two years ago, our feeling was well, we had this amazing e-commerce experience. This e-commerce experience is kind of like the Trojan horse, if you will. It allows. Get in the company with very little friction. You know, a 25 year old millennial office manager could easily buy 100 t shirts. There's no kind of setup, there's no signing contracts. It's very frictionless. We could show how easy the platform is to buy swag. And then once they get the products, they feel, wow, swag.com delivers on a superior product. We, we love them. We like them. They buy two, three, four times. Now we try to introduce other kind of initiatives that get the upsell feature. So we launched the Swag in the Box platform, which allows you to buy these fully custom branded boxes with notebooks and war balls and crinkle paper and note cards, like as a great onboarding experience for HR managers to hire. You know, when they're hiring people on the first day of work, they could have this awesome unboxing experience. And those orders were larger. So you start going in the door through this office manager, upselling to the HR manager. And then we realized, well, the marketing team also needs swag and they use swag very differently. They might be buying swag in bulk for trade shows, but they also might want to send it to different remote customers. And we figured that it is a challenge to build this platform. There's a lot of technical things. We've learned a lot over the last two years building this. Um, Frankly, when you're starting a new business and you're integrating into a 3PL, I'll tell from, from direct experience at this point, it's very hard to get the right 3PLs from the start. Because all the RPLs that you go to and you want to work with, you have no volume to justify it. You, you, you haven't proven yourself. So why would they want to spend all this time integrating and spending their dev time on a new platform? So you frankly have to work with, frankly, other startups in the space to try to work it. But those other startups are not as seasoned. They don't have 20 plus years of experience. They haven't worked through all the things. So you start to find yourself you know, having to learn a lot with the other kind of partner learning a lot. And we've went through that. We ultimately were able to get the volume with the startup and were able to transition over to a much larger, more established 20 plus years in the experience for strategic locations all over the US. And now things are going even more smooth than they ever done before. Um, and frankly, we got, I would say fairly lucky. Um, obviously, no one's lucky in this pandemic. It's horrible. It's crazy. It's, but if you think about the swag industry as a whole, our industry should be shut down. And frankly, it has been, you know, for over 90% of our market, they just came out the stat, there's over 45% down in Q2 this year versus Q2 last year. The entire industry is is, is in a really bad position at this point, and it makes sense. We are one of the lucky ones that we're actually up Q2 of this year versus Q2 of last year. And frankly, the, the reason is this, when you have an HR manager who's no longer hiring, clearly there's no more unboxing experiences that business goes away. You have the marketing team that's not going to trade shows. There is no trade shows. That business goes away. You have the office manager that's not in the office to buy for company culture. So all these core businesses of swag are frankly disappeared in the time being. The one thing that's remained is that people still need to feel connected. So, when you're an office manager and all of your team is dispersed and all over the world, how do you keep that company culture thriving even when no one's in the office? So our swag distribution platform went from a nice to have pre-pandemic working with the marketing teams and the sales teams at companies to frankly, a need to have to keep the company culture thriving even when this period of uncertainty is lasting way too long.
1: yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it, how the number of things I see shared on social media at the moment, which are, People sharing what they're about to send to their own staff, or what they've received from their employer, in terms of water bottles and mugs and t-shirts and all that, has really ramped up. I'm not, I'm not sure. I've, apart from you know the photo of the desk on the first day, I'm not sure that's something I've ever seen shared before on social media until now. So it's clearly something which, for those businesses who are investing in it, is having a big impact because the staff are loving it.
2: 100. percent And it's so like what, what what do you have at your disposal when everyone's remote? You're gonna get on a phone call, maybe you probably do more of like a like a Zoom chat or one of these chats. But it's just hard to keep that vibe up. And 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 swag is one of these unifiers. You know, if you're getting something from your company, it's showing that your company really appreciates you. They're looking after you, they want you to feel connected, they want you to feel safe. And everyone just doesn't at this point. Everyone is kind of so up in the air, no one knows. You know when this thing is going to end so this is really i believe frankly i believe it's actually unfortunately going to last in some ways and hopefully we'll get better but i do think even when it does get better people are are now kind of used to working from home and realizing that working from home is actual possible it's a it's a real thing now so i do think that when the world gets back on track people will start going back to the office here and there but it's, it's not going to be how it was maybe like two days a week three days a week who knows i mean there's i think this distribution is here to stay. The fact that people do need to engage with people remotely is going to have to stay. And we're hoping that we have the right platform for people to really automate that experience for them.
1: Well, you know, if I think about, you know, you say about sending the gifts to, to the existing team, you know, for the HR manager, traditionally, if they wanted to do that, that would have involved a nightmare in a meeting room mm-hmm. for a week as things arrived and team members who really should be working on recruitment or contracts or something end up picking and packing yes, exactly. in order to get it all done and then you're you're working from home it's like oh my god my dining room is a write off for the next week um because I've got to do this myself but because of that fulfillment platform that you've built they don't need to do that anymore that just that whole part so so you never actually have to see the gifts that you're giving to people the promotional merchandise you're giving it can all be taken care of the whole end to end piece which i think is is especially as we we are in this this now trend of working from home is going to be really attractive to people on all sides you know the marketers and the hr directors and all the rest of it because quite frankly none of us want a house filled with promotional merchandise as lovely as it may be. <laughs>
2: oh, it's great. I love my swag all over the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Piles of it behind you. Piles of it. But yeah, that's 100% right. And that's where it started. Um, and we built on a lot of additional features beyond just the simple of buying swag easily through our site and distributing it. Now we have different... Closets. You could have a marketing closet and a sales closet in the London office and New York office. You could really break it down by department, by location, permission settings. Who should get access to it? You know, the marketing team should get access to one closet and the sales team should get access to a different closet. Maybe you want to do approval flows. Maybe if Jennifer and your team wants to distribute swag, maybe if it's over $500, it needs to be sent to the admin to approve or reject your distributions. Like really take this out and build out a really strong platform. Every closet could add a company credit card on file. They can manage all of the distributions, the tracking information. Who's sending what? Where it's sending to, um, and then we have this new feature we just launched called our Swag Giveaway. You know, imagine you have an event and you don't know where people live. You know, frankly, people are working remotely. You might not know where they're actually staying. Well, it's very simple if you have their address, right? You upload the CSV file of the different ship to addresses in real time. We'll calculate the shipping costs. You pay for the shipping fees and we'll distribute it. That's easy. But what if we could actually allow them to create a fully recipient branded page? You upload your logo, your colors in a matter of seconds, it creates them a landing page. They can select on the products that they want to offer. It will automatically send the email to all of the recipients and say, hey, thanks so much for coming to my event. Thanks so much for being a great customer. Whatever they want to say, they click on the link. They select which product they want. They select the T-shirt. They select what size T-shirt. They input their address. It all will connect to our system for us to distribute the swag. So we're really trying to learn from our customers, especially in this new kind of normal, how people need to do business and what kind of platform should we build to really make this streamline for them.
1: So you've actually ended up with a platform that's kind of three product order. I'm going to call them product ordering sites rather than, uh, or interfaces maybe, rather than uh, than e-commerce stores. So you've got the front end where people place the bulk orders. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the internal facing piece where people order the fulfillment deliveries of individual things. And now you've got a consumer facing page where they can Whole, when they where they can kind of create a custom order of their own swag yep. to receive it themselves.
2: And we're having a lot of companies already using this platform. You know, big companies are sending these links to thousands of their different remote employees, their best customers, clicking on the link. It all speaks to our system. So it really saves them not only the time of buying the swag, that's our front-facing thing, not only the time of having to package things up and distribute it, it's the second thing, but now it actually saves them time from having to gather, frankly, their best customers and their employees' home addresses and what T-shirt size. I mean that frankly is a is a big business having to reach out to all of your employees what t-shirt size are you what product do you like more or less and trying to organize it and calculate it. and then yeah we've taken all of that away and this is just the beginning of it. I mean in my mind this is kind of like the infrastructure that we need to build. But what if and this is what we're building in the near term you can automate the distribution so think of any reason why you, Chloe, would want to just send swag to somebody, your best, you know, your best guests, your sponsors, whoever you want to send something to. What if you could automate it that you no longer need to go to our platform to upload your CSV file and to ship it? What if you programmatically make it that once a guest comes on your show, it speaks to our system and sends them something swag or sends them that recipient landing page to capture their physical address to speak to or your Shopify store? right? And somebody spends a $1,000 on your platform, it automatically will speak to our system and send somebody a gift, like a gift to purchase. Thanks so much for being a great customer. Someone hasn't placed an order in three months, automatically sends them a gift. Somebody's one-year anniversary at your company sends them a swag box. Their two-year anniversary, somebody had a new baby, like all of these reasons to send people swag, you programmatically make it so that it's like a set it and forget it. You know, you set it once and it automatically on those kind of triggers, blasts out swag to whoever you want to reward.
1: Which what I quite like is the full circularity of this. So you've built this platform to enable you to give your customers the experience they want, but it's also going to enable people who are clever enough to see the potential here to give their customers a better experience. Because I think we have to assume that for the foreseeable future, we're going to continue to have consumers wanting to buy online and therefore not getting that higher level of experience they get in physical stores. So how do you then up the brand love, up the brand connection, up that emotional tie, surprise boxes of branded socks or mugs or whatever it may be can have a huge impact on people. you know. And I, I think it's almost the either the surprise gift or the surprise pick your gift. 100%. I would love to see the stats on which one of those creates the biggest response. And we're testing it out personally right now. Everything that we do for ourselves is like, things that we've
2: proven that work for us. And if it's working for us, then I'm hopeful that it will work for a lot of our customers. You know, really try to increase their ROI, make their customers have more of a brand affinity to them and feel more connected and feel more close, especially in this period of time where everyone is so disconnected. I feel like this is a really great way to stay more connected and do it without having to really lift a finger. Like, let us do it for you.
0: E-commerce Master Plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are.
1: Is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 38,000 e-commerce brands. Build your contact list, send emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com/slash masterplan to create your free account. That's klaviy slash masterplan. Customer experience when shopping online is crucial, and it doesn't stop at the checkout. Smart Freight plugged into your e-commerce platform allows your customers to take the driving seat when it comes to selecting a shipping service. And branded tracking communications keep your customers informed of their order's journey all the way through to receiving their parcel. Visit smartfreight.com to book a demo today.
0: It's time for the top tips round.
1: Okay. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Jeremy, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
2: I would recommend a book called Living with a Seal. And it's by Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler is a a serial entrepreneur. I, I know him very well. We actually worked together for over three years. He uh, is one of the founders of Marquee Jet, a private jet company that got bought by Warren Buffett. He's one of the founders of Zico Coconut Water, got bought by Coca-Cola, Coconut Water. He's one of the owners of Atlanta Hawks basketball team. What he did was he found himself in like a rut in like this period where he was obviously very successful, but he wanted to kind of challenge himself and he hired a Navy SEAL. Uh, one of the toughest men in the world to live with him for a month. And basically he had to do whatever this Navy SEAL told him to do. So run 60 miles in a day, jump into a lake of frozen ice, like whatever he had to do, this Navy SEAL came to business meetings with him. And it's it's just an absolute hilarious book, but it also kind of shows what you need to do in order to be successful, you know, whether just in business or just in life, like how to put yourself out there, how to overcome obstacles. And I think it's just a really amazing Sunday read.
1: Wow. Impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly scared to read it. I'm quite slightly scared for him. <laughs> okay. The traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
2: I think both is SEO. Frankly, you know, no one that likes to think SEO is going to move the needle. But i firsthand, we were doing about three thousand organic visitors last January. We're doing over thirty thousand organic visitors this past month. All organic. That is number our number one driver of traffic creating tons of content and blogs and all these different things that you could do. And frankly, just making your site more SEO friendly, making it faster, making it fully compliant with how things work. I think start early. If you're a new startup, if you're starting on Shopify, invest heavily into making sure you rank high. And you'll see in two years from now, it's really going to pay dividends.
1: Yeah, So it so remains so powerful, but it does take that little bit of time and investment. 100%. Okay. The tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day?
2: Um, I would say probably our most useful tool is we use Intercom. It's like a live chat feature on the site you know, our site is very automated and streamlined. You know, we could process $10,000 orders without speaking to anybody. But in general, when you're dealing with customization of products, people do have some questions. It's like, is this product gonna come out perfect every time? Is my logo exactly straight? Are you gonna get the colors right? So having that kind of instant communication with customers um, is, is a necessity, especially in the B2B. You know, we're, doing it, we're an e-commerce platform, but we're B2B and a lot of these orders are fairly large. You know, we've done orders on our site upwards of $200,000 happening through our e-commerce platform. And we've done orders of about $1,000. And they both sometimes require some sort of communication. And Intercom has saved the day for us. So I wouldn't recommend that platform enough.
1: Nice. Okay. And then the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them?
2: That's a good question. I mean, I I love SEO. I would say partnerships also. I mean, we've had amazing success with partnerships, finding strategic partners that sell to the same buyer but do very different things so there's no kind of overlap and trying to piggyback off each other. We help you, you help us. You introduce our product to your audience. We do the same. But obviously with partnerships, you have to be, you know, if you're gonna introduce your another person's brand to your customers, it has to really feel like they're connected. It has to feel organic. So find those organic partnerships, start those conversations from day one. It might not lead to anything right away, but you might, you know, end up getting these partnerships that drive you significant amount of revenue. And we've had some of those partnerships right working right now, or we're being sent, you know, over fifty thousand dollars a month in sales just because of a relationship that we built over the last year or so.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an untapped piece in a, for a lot of e-commerce businesses, the partnerships piece. And there's, I always think sometimes it's exciting because you get to talk to someone else who's experiencing the same crap day in, day out that you are or the same successes. And it can take a while for them to turn around into cold, hard cash, but they can be so powerful and so ROI positive. So I'm really glad you mentioned partnerships there, Jeremy. Um, now, one more thing you need to mention before we say goodbye, and that's where can people find you and your business on the web and social media, please?
2: Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, I would come and check out our site, swag.com, S-W-A-G.com. And uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Jeremy Parker, and um, you know, Swag, D-O-T-C-O-M, on all the social media platforms. Unfortunately, with social media, you can have the dot, You can't have the period in the name, so we spelled out the D-O-T in the middle. But please come visit us, swag.com. We would love to work with you and help you guys out in your next order.
1: Excellent. Well, Jeremy, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been fascinating finding out the lengths you are going to to keep your customers happy. So um, so thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I do always love getting a B2B e-commerce business on the podcast because... For them, it's so often all about the customer experience rather than about the marketing because you get those larger orders and you get more repeat orders. And because B2B um, consumers, I suppose, talk to each other so much more. You know, the marketing department talks to the HR manager, marketers talk to each other. That If you get that service and the product quality right, then everything works so much better. So I think that's quite a lot you can learn if you're a B2C business from how B2B have that kind of laser focus on the customer, customer service element. And it's it really is quite phenomenal the links they're going to at Swag, you know, the huge focus on product quality, the three separate e-commerce or order processing portals i suppose that they've got going on there hopefully that's got your mind spinning a little bit on on where you could take things with your brand and potentially where you could could use random physical gifts to help your take your customers up a level you know it could be one of your own products it doesn't have to be from a you know a promotional version like like swag but putting your own products out there as surprise gifts for customers to create that greater emotional connection could be really powerful To get your hands on the notes from today's show, including the top tips and links to what we've been talking about, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. There you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. Now, if you liked this episode, then um, make sure you check out episode 123 with Ramp T-shirts, who are another B2B promotional products business where Neil was talking about live chat, trust, funnels, and their intense obsession on improving conversion rates. That was a really cool interview too. So uh, so if you liked this one, then that would be one to go and check out. And if you want to take Jeremy's advice on SEO being a really important piece of the puzzle, then I'm also going to suggest you go over and have a listen to our sister podcast, Keep Optimizing, because we've recently put live four whole episodes about how to improve your SEO. So if SEO is on your to-do list, go and check those out. Just search for Keep Optimizing in your podcast app of choice, or go to keepoptimizing.com to find out all about that show too. So I bring you a new interview on the e-commerce master plan podcast every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners like you as possible to succeed and to thrive with their business. So please do take a moment to think, is there an e-commerce business owner you know or e-commerce marketer who would love to hear this episode? Let them know about it too, because then I can help them as well to improve their business. Well, look, I hope you have a great week and keep optimising.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ecommerce Master Plan podcast. Find out more at eCommerceMasterplan.com podcast.